Well, this is the Looking South podcast, our second episode, and this is the the Halloween edition. I'm Russell. And I'm Brian. And this week, we're going to talk about, I suppose, Southern experiences, or at least maybe some experiences we've had during Halloween in the South. My earliest memory, myself, of Halloween involves trick-or-treating, and I hated it. I hated trick-or-treating growing up. I yep. hated it. Why is and, that? Well, I've thought about it, and I'll tell you why I think uh, I don't like trick-or-treating, but let me tell you what would happen when I would trick-or-treat. So I grew up when I was when I was little, when I was, you know, like five, six, seven, first grade. Uh, we lived in a subdivision, so, so it was a really good place to trick-or-treat. And so... I don't, I don't really know how I arrived at a costume back then because it wasn't like you could go down to the Walmart and pick out anything you wanted to be, you know. But, but whatever I dressed up as, uh, my, I remember at least one time when I was little trick-or-treating and my mother got mad at me because I would go to the door and knock and just stand there. And she'd say, well, say trick-or-treat. And I'd say, no, I ain't saying it. I ain't saying trick-or-treat. I ain't saying it. I ain't saying it. And, and I'm talking... The, the whole night, I just knock on the door and stand there, and the people would give me candy or they wouldn't give me candy, but I didn't say trick or treat. I wasn't going to say it. And <laughs> we thought about it. And, and, and you can ask my mother. Uh, she, she said, I didn't go trick or treating, but maybe two or three times in my life because I hated it. And we thought about it, and I'll tell you why we think uh, I don't like trick or treating. When I was a little kid, I was sickly. And when when I went, I had to go to the pedi. What do you call you, childhood doctor? Your pedi pediatrician. Had to go to the pediatrician a lot. And every time I'd go to the pediatrician, the doctor Cardis would send me to what they call the treatment room, and they would give me a sucker. And I think I associated. Mother said I called it the trick or treat room. So I think it was because I associated with getting a shot. And then getting a piece of candy. I, I, I was just going to say, Russell, it really surprises me that you would not say a word. That really shocks me. Well, it, 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 not, it doesn't shock me in this situation because to this day, <laughs> hey, listen, I don't even like, this is terrible. I shouldn't say this, but uh, I don't even like, like kids coming to my house trick-or-treating. I don't like it <laughs> at all. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I can't help it. Now, I'll go to mom and dad's. You know, and watch them. They really enjoy kids coming to the house, to their house, and trick or treating. And you know, they knock on the door, and mother will make a big deal about, oh, it's a little princess, or oh, it's a, I don't. She'll say, I don't know what that is, mother. That's Wolverine. Oh, it's a little Wolverine, or it's Batman. You know, she <laughs> she enjoys that. Dad says he don't enjoy it, but he actually does. But now I I like watching them enjoy themselves. But as far as sitting around the house waiting for kids to show up, ring the doorbell, I can't stand it. I don't like it at all. And y'all y'all can get mad at me, want to? Where I live, I'm lucky because my neighbors on one side are through the woods, and they don't have kids. And my neighbors on the other side are four quarter horses, and I really like them. Well, not these ones, but the ones that used to be there. My other horse neighbors, I like them. So I don't really have to. I don't really have to do you know trick or treating. But I don't. I don't care nothing about trick or treating. Well, we growing up, we did trick or treat a little bit, uh, not a lot. I don't have a whole lot of memories just because we lived so far out that 
we didn't really do trick or treat a whole lot. You know, we we had neighbors, but they were you know a quarter of a mile down the road from us. So that's a that's a long walk for a Tootsie Roll. <laughs> well, you know, we would drive wherever we went, but uh, <laughs> I really don't remember a whole lot um, trick or treating. I mean, I've got pictures of when I was you know like three and I dressed up as Batman, but uh, I just don't remember having a whole lot of costumes. And I'm sure I did. And it, when I got to college, of course, you know. Everybody would dress up. Now, see, um, that's that's the first time I enjoyed it. The first time I ever enjoyed Halloween was in college. Yeah. Well, now, these days, I and, you know, living in Opelika, I can just go down the road, and I love to people watch. So I'll just go downtown Auburn and just people watch for, you know, ever how long, two or three hours. And that's my that's been my yearly activity for Halloween is just to go down and see what kind of crazy costumes I can see. So I enjoyed that part of Halloween. I used to like going to costume parties. Those were fun. You know, we used to go to fall festivals. Now I'll tell you what we did do when I was a kid. I enjoyed my mother's from Perry County, Alabama, which is, uh, if you think where I live now is the middle of nowhere, then you're in the middle of somewhere compared to where she grew up in high. Well, she was born in Sprott, Alabama, which is, uh, basically a store that's happens the building happens to be there but she was raised in Highburger part of her life and we used to go down there to the fall festival at the Highburger Highburger High School and I enjoyed that we'd go down there and they would make gumbo and uh uh they bob for apples and and they had uh I'm trying to explain this I'm trying to remember but like you would go in a room and they'd play music and you'd stand on this spot and when the music would start playing You'd, you'd all walk around in a circle, and when they'd stop playing the music, you'd stop. And if you landed on the, the, the right number that you were standing on, you might win a cake or something. So, like musical chairs, kind of? It might have been. But now, I enjoyed that the fall festival in Perry County. I, we, we did that several times. And we ended up doing that primarily, I guess, because I hated trick-or-treating. You really just don't understand the hatred I had of walking up to people's houses, knocking on the door of total strangers and asking them for candy. I hated it. I don't like begging for nothing as it is, but I guess it all started because Dr. Cardis gave me shots in the treatment room, give me a sucker, and I thought uh, I associated that with, with trick-or-treating, but I, I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it till I was an adult. I like Halloween all right now. Well, Russell, tell do you have any stories from Halloween that you that you want to share? I know I've got a couple, but I'm going to save it for later. But you you go ahead. Well, I do know I do know. You know, when you think about Halloween, you're thinking about ghosts and you know haunted houses and stuff like that. And I know as a kid, the most popular book in uh, the library at Corner Elementary School in Corner, Alabama, was the Thirteen Alabama Ghosts. And Jeffrey. Yeah, that's a classic. And I can't remember the name of the woman who wrote that book. I used to know, but but like you had to get in a, a, a uh, you had to get on a list to wait to check that book out in elementary school. And then they had she wrote other books. She wrote like the Georgia Thirteen Georgia Ghosts and the Mississippi Ghosts. That would be Catherine Tucker Wyndham. Oh yes, that was Catherine Tucker Wyndham. You may not believe it, but I actually shot an interview of her one time. But I love those books. The one I liked the most, the story I liked the most, was the one about the courthouse. Uh, is it down in Carrollton? Yeah, Carrollton. Isn't that down in Carrollton, Alabama? Yeah. The story goes is there was a a gentleman who who was wrongly accused of of a crime or murder or something, and they were going to hang him. 
And so I guess they didn't store him in the regular jail, but they put him in, the, is it the courthouse? Is that what it is? They put him in the courthouse or in the yep. upper, upper uh, floor, I guess, of the courthouse and down in Carrollton. And supposedly he was looking out the window when they were building the the noose to hang him by and lightning struck the place or something and his face is imposed over the glass yeah now they have replaced the glass several times and apparently the image keeps coming back no joke yeah that's what i've always heard growing up i've never actually witnessed it i've never seen it I've heard that. I've heard that story. Now, I've had a friends. I've had friends go down there. They've actually seen it. But you know, I've always been somewhat uh, fascinated by by ghosts and haunted houses. I'm not scared of them, but I've always been fascinated by them. You know, I heard stories like that coming up. I've never really got into haunted houses and things like that. I just, I'm, I guess, I'm a scaredy cat by nature. Haunted houses, like I've got friends who are just obsessed with going to haunted houses. I could not Like the ones you pay for are actually houses that are supposed to be haunted. Now I think it's I think it's slapdab ignorant to go pay forty five or fifty dollars to go through like the the murder house of mystery in you know in Birmingham or something. I think that's crazy. And to me that's not being scared. That's being startled. Yeah, I you know I went to a couple in junior college, but I it was just never my thing to go to that. And first did you of all, ever I go the haunted trail? The did you ever go the haunted trail down near Cordova? Uh, I don't remember. I'm remembering stuff as we're talking. I'll tell you this one. This is quick. Uh, I went on a double date to the haunted trail one time, and <laughs> so we're walking along the haunted trail. Folks, it's just the middle of the woods. You're walking through the woods. And this little old guy, I guess he's supposed to be a demon or something, he jumped out and ran toward us, and I stuck my foot out and tripped him, and he slid down a hill. <laughs> he, wasn't, wrong. he wasn't happy with me, but uh, anyway. <laughs> well, Russell, I- I'll tell my story. Uh, my grandma, even though I don't like ghost stories, my grandma, she always told me, ghost stories for some reason well kids are supposed to like them kids are supposed to like ghost stories that's why she told you yeah i guess but this was a true story she said so my grandma would tell me ghost stories when i was little and you know i would sleep in her bed you know i was probably five years old or so and before we'd go to bed she would tell me ghost stories and one in particular i remember is this old house they used to live in she said every night before like they would get in the bed and later on, about midnight or so, they would hear something that sounded like a cat in the pantry or in their uh, where they kept their dishes. And it sounded like the whole cabinet, all the cabinets fell down and busted every dish they had. And um, she always talked about that house. And my, the other side of my family, they knew about this house also. I don't know if they lived in the same house, but... This was confirmed by both sides of the family. So I don't know if it was haunted or what, but it was, you know, it's not really a ghost story, but it it was kind of interesting how she told it. But then uh, another one she told me was she lived in a, a, again, she had a house that they they sounded like there was uh, someone on the roof taking the tin off the top of the house and then they would drag it through the house. And I remember being a kid thinking like that scared me to death. <laughs> Even though, you know, I mean, that was her version of Ghost Story. And, of course, she told it differently. But, um, yeah, that scared me to death as a kid. That's probably why I don't like ghost stories and stuff. One night, some of our friends were over at the house. And uh, 
And we had a cat situation occur like that with us in real life. And we were sitting in the living room and we hear, and I'm like, what the crap is that? And everybody's listening and said, we think there's a cat stuck in the air conditioning ducts. Y'all got to be crazy. And we keep listening. And lo and behold, it got louder and louder. And you know the uh, the thing you put your filter in? The return. Yeah. The return. Yeah. Open that thing up, and the cat was in there. And what had happened was the the bit un- underneath the floor. I don't have a basement. It's just a crawl space. And the the big old insulated ductwork. The ductwork had fallen loose on the return. And that cat had crawled up into the place where you put the filter in, tore that filter plumb up, and it gotten stuck and couldn't get out. So it, did you, your grandmother may have, you know, had some cats stuck in the wall or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, it, she said it sounded like dishes falling and, you know, breaking. So I don't know. That's just, uh, well, that's her story. I wish I could remember the whole story. You know, I'll tell you the activities that we really got involved in when I was young was rolling houses during Halloween. That's a that's a good oh, yeah. Halloween activity. And I'm gonna tell you something about rolling houses. Hang on, hang on. Let's let's explain what rolling means because there's a lot of people out there, you know, here in the South, we know what it means. Like if you go roll somebody's yard. They don't roll houses in other parts of the country. They do, but they don't call it that. They call it toilet papering. Explain it then. Like here in the South, we call it rolling yards, of course. Hey, you want to yeah. go roll yards tonight? Of course we do. Yeah, so they don't call that rolling yards up North or pretty much anywhere except the South. What do they call it? Hanging toilet paper in trees? No, it's called toilet papering. So you say, oh, we toilet papered their yard. That's what they would say. And it just sounds weird. Hey, Edward, let's go toilet paper Jenny's house. Yeah, that sounds kind of cheesy. Yeah, rolling's easier. But you know the thing about it, though, have you ever thought about the justification of rolling someone's house? It was fun. That's all I know. It's not like you sitting around the house going, hey, you know, Annabelle's a good person. Let's just go over and roll her house. No. For somebody to, to get their house rolled, you've either got to really, really, really like them or you got to really, really, really hate them. It's never in between. It's either one, yeah. it's either extreme hatred or you absolutely adore the people. When you when you roll people's houses, yeah, yeah, we we were professionals. We we went rolling all the time, even as kids. Like my mom took us rolling. I mean, it was great. Well, I enjoyed I enjoyed rolling houses when I was young, but we used to do a lot of crazy <laughs> stuff on Halloween. I think the most fun we had was uh, you know just just all the the things that happen in the fall. It's football season, you know, um, just so much stuff happening in the fall. All these festivals, the fair comes to town. Uh, we always enjoyed going to the fair in the fall and it's just, I think it's the cool weather. You know, you go through the summer in the South and you're, you're dying of heat. I mean, it's a hundred degrees for months at a time. And then all of a sudden it turns cool and everybody feels good and it just brings in, that's why everybody enjoys having their festivals in the fall. Cause it's I.e. fall festivals. 
Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you what happened. One one fall during football season. You remember that year? <laughs> you remember that year? We were all sitting. Uh, I think we were at gyms. We were sitting at gyms watching the LSU Auburn game, and LSU was just killing was just killing Auburn, and we all got bored. And uh, I don't know how we ended up talking. Well, we were talking about ghosts. You know, we were talking about ghosts and stuff. And Jim was talking about, uh, we will mention people's name, their first names, but we won't mention their last names. But Jim was talking about uh, the Easley Cemetery in Townley. Yeah. Now, let's talk about Townley for just one second. Townley is a very, very rural town in in Walker County, Alabama. And it is... Um, well, just to just to tell you, to kind of give you a, a, a imagery in your mind of what it is. When you go into town, right there in a curve, they have a toilet, <laughs> the rest and a couch area. sitting yep. on the side of the road, <laughs> and it says Townley Rest it's Area. It's a lazy boy recliner. Uh, it's a lazy boy the... recliner and a toilet yeah, that's on the right. side of the that's road, right. and it's Townley Rest Area. That's right. But we went to Townley because Jim was talking about how haunted it was, or you was talking about how haunted it was. I didn't know anything about it. it so we go Jim. down, so we decide, and this is back, this was what, 2009? I think it's probably before that. Was it? All I know is, is this is back when everybody in this country was obsessed with ghost hunting. I'm talking, man. There were more ghost hunters on television. They were on a sci-fi channel. They were on the, the Learning Network. They were on, I'm surprised they wasn't, they weren't on TBN, but they were just, ghost hunting was crazy. So everybody's talking about ghost hunting. So we decided to go down that that cemetery, the Easley Cemetery in Townley, Alabama. So we loaded up in my dad's Cherokee and Brian, I had, I had my, I happened to have had my, uh, my little high definition at the time was a, a mini DV recorder that <laughs> had night vision on it. <laughs> and we took off down to the townly and Brian, you were in the front seat and you were doing this. Sh- you were, we're going to shoot a video to put on YouTube to catch some ghosts. So we yeah. go down to this cemetery and we don't know exactly where it's at. So we, we're driving in. And when he says it's the middle of nowhere, it's the middle of nowhere. So we're going down this two lane road and across these railroad tracks, we see like 30 cars out there. And we don't, we can't quite find the cemetery. So somebody said, well, let's go over and ask them. So we go over, we, we cross over there to the railroad track and this guy walks up. And I think you asked him where the, where the cemetery was, wasn't it? I don't even remember. Well, I remember this story cause I've told it before. So you ask him where the cemetery was and he said, uh, it, it's right up road. He said, y'all, y'all, y'all ain't going to go up there and mess up anything. Are you? said well no we're just yeah we're gonna go over oh, there we're yes. gonna go up there and look for for some ghosts if there's a he goes well my mom my paul's buried up there so y'all don't y'all don't need to mess <laughs> yes with it. i do remember that now <laughs> we're not gonna mess with a cemetery we're just gonna go up there and see if we see any ghosts because we've got a night vision camera so we we go up the road toward the easley cemetery and as we're driving up there it's uncharacteristically foggy now, we don't have what you call straight-out foggy nights in Alabama. It's just not something we have a whole lot of. Maybe after a solid rain and you're near the river or something, but we don't have these foggy nights. So we're going up this dirt road and, uh, toward the Easley Cemetery in town Alabama, and it's fogged up. And all of a sudden, we see these headlights coming back our way. And Jim goes, oh, my God, I bet we're going to get shot. And 
you know, Jim was kind of a timid person back then. He's come out of his shell since then, but back then he was somewhat timid. And uh, so we approach him. I said, well, I'll talk to him. So we rolled down the window and they said, hey, what y'all doing? So we, well, we're going up here to see if there's any ghosts in this Aisley Cemetery. And uh, the guy said, yeah, we just, we just came from up there. We got a, uh, what was it, a ghost radar? They got this thing that lights up when ghosts come by. I, I don't know. And I said, well, I got a video camera that shoots at night. So we go up there with these total strangers. And we go up there and Jim starts <laughs> trying to talk to the ghosts in the cemetery. And the strange thing is, this little little electronic device that they have starts lighting up and crap. Like it's lighting up. Jim's asking it. Qu- I as if I'm lying, I'm dying. I've I, this. I remember this now. I remember it. It's this video. This video was on YouTube. It was on YouTube. But because it, at one point I was looking for a new position at another college, I took that all down. But anyway, we had this. <laughs> this video up. So Jim's talking to it, you know, you know, why are you here? Asking it just the same questions every, you know, Tom, Dick and Harry and Sally Mae was asking on those ghost hunter shows back then. And all of a sudden this thing starts lighting up. I don't believe and, and, and understand. I don't believe none of this crap. Okay. And that's a strong word, crap. Anyway, I don't believe none of this. And we're, we're standing out there with these total strangers and this all starts happening. And, and, and you know, when I went back and I edited that video uh, before I put it on YouTube, I must admit, I couldn't explain some of it. I couldn't explain some of it. But, but you know, we did a... Did you go on any more ghost hunts with us, or was that the only one you did? Because we ended up doing two or three more. I don't remember going... I barely remember when you mentioned the guy saying, don't, uh, don't go up there, my mall's buried... Yeah, and and he did say my mall's buried up there, and um, I that that rang a bell. I was like, yeah, I remember that, and they, I remember that. You know, but let's use a little logic, okay? So, say you died, say you died, and you were buried, right? Would you be hanging out in a cemetery? I, mean, I know where I'm going to be. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't believe in ghosts. Let me just say, I have a I have a biblical about uh, biblical worldview, okay, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, but but I don't I don't believe in ghosts. But say say I'm wrong, okay. It has happened before. Say I'm wrong, and and uh, when you die, you become a ghost, or you weren't able to cross over, okay. So you you die at your house, like are you gonna like follow? You might attend your own funeral. That's quite possible. And you might even go and, and watch your family mourn over at the cemetery while they, while they you know, covering you up and putting the flowers on top. But here's my question. After all that's over with, do you think as a ghost you would be hanging out and just staring at your grave for eternity? It's like, that's a mighty nice grave. When they gonna cut the grass around here? I mean, I don't know. I think I'd kind of hang out at my house or something, or go haunt somebody I don't like. Well, let me let me tell you this. Uh, I also have a biblical worldview here, and um, in First Samuel, it talks about Saul consults the witch of Endor, and this witch calls up the ghost of Samuel. So, you know, I don't know. 
I don't know if uh, if there's ghosts out there, but it's it's there in the Bible. So I'm gonna. Well, I know a lot of people so. believe in ghosts. Uh, I've got some friends that I never have known them to lie to me, but have seen some things that can't be explained. I hadn't seen them, but I'll say this on our subsequent ghost hunts. We did two or three more because it was kind of funny. And, you know, 10, 11 years ago, people wasn't posting that kind of stuff in Alabama uh, on YouTube. So we posted a few of them. We got a little, we got, you know, a little recognition at the green top one night. And I really enjoyed it. So we just did a couple more. And uh, we had some stuff that happened to us along with this app called Ghost Radar for the iPhone. There was an app for that back then. Uh, had some unexplainable stuff, but I'm just going to say, I, I'm not one who tends to believe in in uh in phantasm. In what? Ghosts, phantasms. Oh, I I don't know that. But I will say this: in the South, or I always heard them grow, uh, called haints growing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I've heard, heard them called, called a haint, haint, but not uh n- not from anybody. Who, if we're alive, would be less than 120. But yes, I have heard them called Haints before. <laughs> my my dad still calls them Haints. And so Hank good if they show up. Uh I I like I said, ghosts and all. I've now I'm gonna tell you where they've taken it it's kind of interesting what they do now. You know, you know, you grow up at one of your local churches and Halloween falls on a Sunday. Oh, good Lord. They'll kick you out of the church when we're growing up if you t- if, if, if somebody were to take their kids trick-or-treating back then. And now, on Sunday at most churches, they got trunk-or-treats. They got kids walking around the parking lot to people's cars of total strangers picking candy out of people's trunks. When I was a kid, they told us not to get near a stranger, their car, much less their trunk. But anyway... Times have changed. I didn't know what a trunk of treat was until like a few years ago. I'd never. I think heard it's of a such. good thing. I just think, I just think they could have come up with something different than, than uh, you know, trunks. Because I'm just telling you, when I was a kid, we were scared to get <laughs> near other people's cars because I was told, you know, I guess you when you're growing up, your parents want to keep you right up under them, so they say you don't want to go over there. Them some strange people over there. They liable to throw you in your trunk and uh and go you know take you off and I don't know what they they never did tell us what they'd do with us if they carried us off. But we was scared back then. But now they encourage kids to go to total strangers and dress up and and, and get candy from strangers out of their trunks. But but you know me, I was the one that didn't like trick or treating. So I'm probably not going to be uh, changing my mind toward that because I still have the memories. Of, 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 of Dr. Cardis giving me those shots and then trying to make things right and, and give me a lollipop. So uh, it looks like time's got away from us and, uh, and we've had a good time talking about Halloween growing up uh, here in the South. Uh, we've learned a few things though, Brian. We've learned that, uh, that sometimes we have dramatic, traumatic issues as children what manifest in different ways. For me, I, I hated trick-or-treating. We've learned that if there's really no logic if you're a ghost in hanging out in a cemetery. We've learned that even though we may not believe in ghosts, some modern electronics 
can produce unexplained proof that they exist. But most of all, we've learned that, that maybe Halloween in the South is a little different than maybe in New York or uh, Montana. So uh, for Looking South, our Halloween edition, I'm Russell. I'm Brian. And uh, we encourage you during this Halloween season to uh, have fun, be safe, and enjoy being young.